Thanks so much for tuning in to Last Rockers TV, the podcast. I'm Erin Micklow, and since 2017, I've been traveling the world, interviewing punk rock bands and filming their live sets for my DIY interview show on YouTube. So if you'd like to see this interview and video, head over to Erin Micklow on YouTube to watch. And if you'd like to further support my DIY outlet, please subscribe, share this podcast, and leave a review so I can keep creating this content for you. Thanks again for being here. I'm here with Miss Frankie Clark of Frankie and the Studs. How are you? I'm good. I'm very <laughs> excited. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to finally have you on my channel. You have been on my radar for a lot of years. I was like, who is this little rock star that looks like Joan Jett? Aw. <laughs> <laughs> the utmost compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're here tonight at Dirty Mondays at the Troubadour. It's your first time playing. Yeah, you... it's our first time playing the Troubadour. I'm yeah. super excited about that. <laughs> Can you talk about what it means to you to play this venue? Yeah, for me, you know, I'm an L.A. native, born and raised here. So it's just always been on my list of places to play. And like we played the Whiskey, we played the Viper Room, we played the Roxy, never the Troubadour. And it kind of feels like a rite of passage. I mean, like so many huge bands have gotten their start playing here. So it's really like it's very exciting to be in that energy and in that, in that world so yeah I'm excited that Dirty Mondays has moved to do shows here because they have their their Monday night residencies at Madame Siam yes and which then, is awesome yeah. I love I love playing those nights nice and sweaty and, yeah. <laughs> and fun they're all really fun and then they kind of took over the Viper and now they're here at the Troubadour and you know I personally haven't been to a show at the Troubadour in a few years but there's yeah. been some great shows here like remember when Guns N' Roses did that right <laughs> yeah yeah that's right but so speaking of that mm -hmm. you are the offspring i know you get this all the time you are the offspring yeah i can't hide from that <laughs> so were you were you there at those shows since your dad did play in guns and roses at one no, point no i wasn't i haven't no i wasn't at those shows um my dad was in guns and roses before i was born so to yeah. me it's like an urban legend <laughs> i'm like i'm not sure that it even really happened but um yeah that's i would love to go see them though i haven't had a chance yet yeah <laughs> interview that um your mom was actually i freaked out about that. i fangirled on this your mom <laughs> was the one that started frankie b jeans yes named after you <laughs> yeah and i remember frankie b jeans in like the early 2000s where it was like all the celebrities were wearing them paris hilton and i remember being in miami and going to a thrift store and finding a pair and i was oh, really? like I, I still have them to this day I oh still, that's awesome i still love them but like they're can we talk about you know how your parents have influenced you because you being like a little rock star you are, you have such amazing fashion sense as well. Oh, thank you. I I always felt like music and fashion kind of go together for me. Like yeah. they're both forms of expression. And I love a lot of like 70s glam rockers. And I feel like the fashion was almost, if not as important as the music at that point. Yeah. So that's kind of like how I view it. And obviously with my parents, one of them being in fashion, one of them being in music, 
I was exposed to it at a very young age. I went on tour with my dad when I was, I would like skip school and go on tour with him, go to my mom's fashion shows. So it was like inevitable for me to get inspired or influenced by that because I was always around it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You actually have um, your own collaboration out right now with Forever 21. Yeah. Which is crazy. (laughs) I I got really excited when I was just searching doing my research and homework about you i found it on youtube your um your kind of promos with forever 21 yeah and it was on your instagram as well and i was like oh my god this is so sick yeah it was awesome it was it was just like a whirlwind honestly we did our release party with dirty mondays at madam siam which was super fun and then we had the girls wearing our clothes the collaboration and did like a little fashion show kind of rock show it was cool yeah Uh, but it came about in the craziest way because of my mom's clothing line frankie b uh they approached us and said that they wanted us to collaborate and do something together and they really liked the idea of having the band and representing the la music scene yeah so it was just kind of like the perfect storm of events and i was just like the whole time i was like i until I see the clothes in the store, I don't know if this is actually happening. <laughs> no, but that's really big. And like, you know, like, I like that, you know, Forever 21 is doing that because that was a brand too. Like they used to kind of have a lot of rocker type stuff yeah. and then they shifted a bit. Mm-hmm. And I like that they brought it back with a collaboration with you of like, yeah. you know, because it's, it's where you go and get the more affordable fast exactly. fashion Exactly. That's what I, I was so stoked about it because a lot of clothes that I like see people wearing, I'm like, I want that. And then you look it up and you're like, oh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't afford it because yeah. it's, it's custom made exactly so it was cool to like envision designs of things that we would want that we know could be accessible and also we released it around festival season so it was like perfect timing yeah have you gotten any backlash for that being that you know it is kind of a fast fashion company and like being a rocker and a lot of Mm -hmm. people in like the punk community they're not happy about that you know i was prepared for that yeah but no, people were very supportive, which was awesome to see because I was yeah. worried. I was like, uh, you know, like, it, and especially such huge exposure, like Forever 21, a lot of people are gonna be like, who is this band? Like, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of them. Yeah. So I was prepared for all that. But all the everybody seemed to be really supportive. So that was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you seen more fans coming your way, you know, from the Forever 21 fan base? Like, have you collected some new fans through the collab? For sure. And I think like the biggest thing has been brand recognition and like recognizing the band name too like people are like frankie and the studs oh i've seen that somewhere like <laughs> yeah and probably on a hang tag at forever 21 but i i don't know but yeah it's um it's been great i mean hopefully we'll do more with them we'll see <laughs> that one pair of jeans i was like oh my god these are so frankie b jeans like, oh yeah the the one with the little hearts on the back yes yeah the low <laughs> everything was super low yeah 
your mom's jeans were low, low they were really low, low. like yeah. i put those on now because like now just how body trends have changed mm-hmm. like because back in the early 2000s it was like be as skinny as possible right, yeah and now we're in like a time where like big butts and like people are doing a lot of squats right yeah i like can't wear your mom's jeans anymore like my well, they body- raised them a little bit from the forever yeah. 21 collaboration they were definitely raised because like yeah. the frankie b jeans that i own i'm like like i can't my ass crack hangs out yeah me too i still have some and I, when i put them on i'm like i don't know if i can wear these out in public yeah like back in the early 2000s when it when that was the body trend to be as like skinny and flat as possible yeah it was like it worked right yeah but now like, body trends have changed Changed. Yes, yes. So what happened to your mom's line? Is it going to come back? Is she doing She stuff? sold it. So she sold it. yeah, she sold the line. So she's been working on a new project called Solo, which is activewear. And it's kind of like a nod to Frankie B to the solo. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's cool. It's like very rocker inspired workout gear that you can wear like street wear as yeah. well as to the gym. I wear it all the time. I like do it. Do you think you might do like kind of a collab with your mom? Yeah. I mean, the Forever 21 thing was a collaboration between the two of us. Yeah. But it would be cool to do a collaboration with her line or start our own line or yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That would be so cool. I would love that. Yeah. So I want to talk about, you know, you being the offspring of, you know, your famous dad and kind of being, I heard you say in another interview that you were kind of thrust into, you know, the spotlight before you were necessarily ready. Yeah. Can you talk about how that was for you and how you kind of dealt with it? Yeah, for sure. I think the biggest thing was like when I started a social media account, I waited a long time to go on social media. And I think that's the reason why my parents didn't want me to. (laughs) But immediately when I started my band, you know, there was people that just had something to say. Yeah. And I just kind of like, it affects me, of course. Like I, I'm very sensitive to, <laughs> but I've kind of learned to just like grow a thick skin through it all and be like, if this is the if this is the route I'm going to take, you kind of got to get used to that at some point. Yeah, not everybody's going to love it, <laughs> and yeah. that's okay. Everybody has an opinion. Well, and I think too that you know people that what I've learned over the years working in music, doing my show, talking to a lot of artists is that you know people from the outside might look at it as oh maybe you had a hand up, but yeah. Really, if if you really kind of know the world, the hand up you had is that you had a, a mentor from a very young age, totally, which is what yeah. made you a more seasoned musician. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas a lot of bands that start from like ground zero and they they have to kind of figure it out the long way, right? You know, whereas for you, it you know it. I think people maybe discredit that it's been your entire life. Yeah. So it has been long. It's just okay. Well, you started your band and you were young when you started because you started music really young. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause I was exposed to it so young and I remember going on tour with my dad and being like, I want to do that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for me at least it was like, I don't, I've always said it's kind of like a blessing and a curse because yeah. of course the curse is like the backlash and people are going to have a, there's a, a lot of exposure at a young age that you're yeah. not ready for. Um, but the blessing is, like you said, having a mentor and like yeah. my dad's so supportive. He's not here to, he's not going to be here tonight because he's on tour and Europe right now, but yeah. he was like so bummed that he couldn't be here. And he's like, you're playing the troubadour for the first time and I'm not going to be there. Aww. So he's very supportive. And, um, I feel very fortunate for that because it could have gone the other way. It could have been like, stay away. <laughs> yeah. Now I've heard you say in other interviews that you're really close with your family. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, that also helps to really nurture you as an artist, um, instead of going down the path of like, you know, dr- heavy drugs and alcohol. Right. And, yeah, you know. for sure. I went to college for four years and at the end of it, I was like, I want to start a punk band. <laughs> and my parents were like, okay. 
I mean, you couldn't have figured that out before, but okay. <laughs> yeah, like before we spent all this money on sending <laughs> yeah. you to college. Exactly. But they were like, well, you know what? If that's what makes you happy. Yeah. And, you know, if you're going to work towards it and you're going to do it, I'm like, I'm going to do it. And here I am. Can you talk about how Frankie and the Studs started? Yeah, it's been about six years now, I think, since we started. And it started when I was in school. I uh, recorded a cover, and it was Hot Child in the City. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, a big fan of 70s glam at that time. And I was like, I don't think I've heard anybody cover this song before. So I did a cover of it just for fun. I recorded it with my dad. And I did, like, a little music video walking down Hollywood Boulevard. And I put it on YouTube and I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, I'm just going to do this for fun. Yeah. And I started getting show offers. So then I was like, oh, I got to put together a band. <laughs> <laughs> and so I met um, a couple of musicians at the time. Uh, Ronnie Simmons played guitar and he introduced me to Johnny Martin. Yeah. And we just started writing together and we played a couple of shows just playing covers and like a couple songs that we had written and it just kind of like snowballed from there and then we just started getting more and more show offers and writing more and yeah and then I just like fell in love with it at first I was terrified to perform <laughs> in that first show I was like I don't I've never I don't know I've never been performed as a front person before I'd always played guitar in bands and yeah. um so but once I did it, I was like, I absolutely love this. <laughs> yeah. I think the first time that I ever kind of heard of you, um, the stylist that I really love, George Katsiopoulos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> George. Yeah. He had posted about you. And he's like, look at this little rock star. And I was <laughs> That's like, so oh. funny. I was like, oh, who is she? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I was like, I, I love, love George. This. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. And I just remember that. I think it might have been a show at the Viper Room. Oh, yeah. Playing. It was a while ago. Yeah. It was a, lo it was a long time ago. It was when yeah. you were like new. And like, mm -hmm. you've always just been on my radar, but our paths just hadn't cr aligned at the same time. I know. I've seen you at shows <laughs> so many times because how can I miss them? <laughs> Liberty Spikes? Yeah. And I've always been like, she's so cool. I want to be her friend. Thanks. So I'm glad we finally <laughs> lined up. <laughs> um, so let's talk about when you opened for the long shot. I, uh, I might have been at some of those shows, but I don't know if I got to see your set. I don't know if I was there early enough. Uh, yeah, I... That was like the most surreal thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was like the best time of my life <laughs> because I grew up a massive Green Day fan. Like, that, Same. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started playing guitar because of Green Day. And so when I got that call, I was just like, is this for real? Like, are you pranking me? Like, that's, am I going to meet Billy Joe? Like, yeah. <laughs> none of it seemed real to me. And, it was just an amazing experience. You know how people, some people are like, don't meet your idols. Yeah. But that was an, a, a time, like a, an experience that I was like, oh my God, he's, I like him even more. Like I'm even more of a fan because he was just so cool yeah. and so much fun to tour with. And yeah, it was a great experience. How many shows did you guys do together? I think we, we did two weeks. So maybe okay. like 12 shows, something like that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And that was like, what was that circa like 
2018 2019 2019 something like that yeah 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 i went to the show at um the teragram ballroom oh yeah we didn't play that one you didn't play that That one one was was after the tour yeah yeah Yeah. we played with them at the hi-hat in la okay i missed that one i was at the teragram show yeah that i was there too that was fun (laughs) (laughs) it was a fun show (laughs) i might have seen you walk by and i wanted to introduce myself but then i you know yeah i was crowd surfing i I think i saw you (laughs) yeah some photographer took a really cool photo like i did a stage dive oh that's awesome i was like i only do that if i've had enough drinks yeah me too (laughs) because it is kind of scary it is scary and especially i i'm for some reason i always do it at their shows too and i think it's because like their audience is so like they feel very comforting like they're not gonna like <laughs> no because they'll catch you yeah like, worst worst nightmare realized was i did a stage dive at youngblood at the whiskey go-go last year and oh. nobody caught me oh no no did you get hurt <laughs> yes oh no yes that's he terrible threw his guitar off the stage before moments before and everybody caught that but a, <laughs> but a fucking person they were too distracted by the guitar no like they saw it and they just didn't know what to do because his their audience like yeah. youngblood's audience they don't they're too young they're young they don't, yeah they they're don't, young they don't know how to handle like a punk rock because the punk rock show is about community right yeah like, if people, you go down you get yeah, they pick you up, up. yeah yeah it's like you know it's uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah the long shot shows everybody catches you yeah like, everybody people, catches you people yeah. were going off on those shows like, oh yeah so many people were crowd serving so yeah. many people were stage diving it, it was, was a blast like, boom, boom, boom yeah yeah those shows because also like to see them in that small of a room yeah it's such a special experience i feel like the energy and everything is just like oh my god it feels electric it feels like you're part of something yeah crazy <laughs> see them like right before the pandemic at the Costa Mesa Tiki Bar show? No. Where it was pretty much like a secret Green Day show. I did not see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one was so good. It was oh, like, the inter- it was an interrupter show and they had like oh, the special guest, cool. the cover-ups. Yes, the cover-ups. Is, yeah. I've seen them play a couple of times. And then they times. basically just like played a full Green Day set too and then a shit ton oh, of that's cover awesome. songs. Wow. Man, why wasn't I there? <laughs> it was. I had a friend that invited me. I didn't even know. I was like, I was like, oh, we're going to see the interrupters. <laughs> That's all. I love the interrupters too. Same. They're great. So let's talk about what you have coming up for the band. Yeah. So uh, I can announce officially of today that we are playing at the Echoplex August 11th with Strawberry Fuzz, which okay. I'm excited about. I haven't played the Echoplex either before. Yeah. Um, and then we are going to drop a new single probably around that time. Haven't decided exactly the date yet, but it's going to be around then. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And then we're, we've been writing for like the past few years um, and have like a couple albums worth of material. So it's going to it's going to hit at some point. <laughs> yeah. What is um what is it that you're waiting for to like go and record? Uh I don't know. I just, <laughs> I feel like I'm a perfectionist. I'm always like, I don't know. It's not, a, I, I want to have everything lined up perfectly and yeah. have this show at that time and do this and this and that. But it never works that way. And I just have to kind of let that go and just put it out there. 
So are you still um, with the Australian label? Like I saw in an interview that you did like around the pandemic time and it was an Australian label that was kind of yeah. new. That was like, they were kind of like the Australian hot topic. Exactly. So it was like merch and they yeah, were starting Yeah, we did two singles with them and, and now we're uh, independent again. Okay. So back to, back to doing it myself. DIY. What, what <laughs> happened with that? Can you talk about it or you don't want to talk about it? No, it was just COVID. Bad timing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for Probably for them too. If like for them trying to launch a label at like a time like yeah, that. Yeah, it was just bad. Yeah. And especially in Australia, things yeah. were not looking so good there for a while. So yeah, it was just unfortunate timing because it was, it was awesome. I was very excited to because they had the merch capabilities to do yeah. clothing and collaboration. Exactly. Especially because yeah. your vibe is like fashion and music. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to do like makeup. I had all yeah. these like, <laughs> I ideas. I could see that. I could see yeah. that for you because you do all your makeup stuff. Yeah. Can we talk about some of the struggles you faced as a female musician? Because, I mean, I think we both know it. Like, as women in music, it's mm-hmm. like, fuck off. You can't say that it's the same, that it's it's Right, it's yeah, not as much equal. as you want to. Yeah. It's not equal. It's not, no. And I don't know. I feel like there's just definitely been moments where you, like, go to, like, load in or something, and they're like, are you with the band? And you're like, no, this is my band. <laughs> like, I'm Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> These are the studs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the... but. On the positive note, the great thing has been meeting fellow female musicians and like having that camaraderie is amazing. And like, I feel like there's more power in numbers and having each other and like the gritty and pink events that we've been doing, female jams. Like, it's awesome. It's so cool to meet women that are supportive and, you know, where all of us are like, let's play together. Let's start another band together. You know, like, (laughs) yeah, it's really that has been something that like I found and that is amazing. And so helpful in like combating the like challenges that we normally face yeah you're seeing it now more like there's starting to be more and more females in music and i mean there always were but it kind of like ebbed and flowed yeah you know and like yeah. even like on on my end as like a press outlet you're starting to see more females because it's always been a, a big boys club yeah you yeah know? for sure like you look in the photo pits like for all the time doing my show at the photo pits it's always a bunch of boys mm-hmm. you know and then they look at you silly because it's like well I look good and I do a good job. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yes, I have my cute little outfit and I do a kick-ass yeah. job. And like the same for you. You're stylish and you're a kick-ass musician. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, so lastly, I do want to talk about you, your boyfriend and you are in the band together. <laughs> yes. He has how, been how playing guitar with us. Um, it's good. It's fun. It's something fun to do together. Which um, started first, your relationship or? Our relationship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, I think he's only been playing guitar for us, like, on and off for a few years. You know, my band is pretty much, like, who's in town. (laughs) It turned into that because so many of my musicians are professional touring musicians. So they're gone a lot. So I kind of just, like, I have my pool that I, that know the songs. And I'm like, hey, Johnny, are you in town this day? Can you play? (laughs) So he plays for me when I need him. (laughs) And it's, but it's cool. We, We enjoy playing together. He came with me when we toured in Italy 
and that was super fun i made it like a vacation too yeah (laughs) it's like we're here to do a little work have a little fun yeah exactly romance (laughs) (laughs) well i think i'm gonna close with that and say thank you so much for giving me some of your time tonight yeah thank you i'm so glad we finally got to meet yeah high five high five hi i'm frankie from frankie and the studs and you are watching last rockers tv Thank <laughs> you.